0: Hey, we're the McElraths, and we're in our 19th year of marriage, and while we certainly don't know it all, and we've got a lot to learn, here's a few things we figured out along the way. This podcast is all about helping families go further. Each week, we'll focus on four ideas centered around one important topic, and these ideas have helped us improve, and we want to share them with you. So welcome to Figuring Our Four. And for this week's podcast, we're in out at the family lake house. So it's raining outside. We're on the back porch overlooking the water. So if you hear wind and rain and an occasional boat passing by in the background, that's why.
1: And this week's topic is a complicated one. Figuring out how to fight in our marriage. And let's be honest, every couple fights. However, it's funny because... Some people are pretty surprised when they find out that we fight. Mm-hmm. You being a preacher, everyone just expects that you're perfect, our marriage is perfect.
0: Yeah, that we never get upset with each other, that everything is just rosy between us, and that we have sex every night, right? I'm not
1: sure who you've been talking yeah. to. Well,
0: maybe they don't think that last one. Um, anyway, but people are so surprised when I tell them that we have our struggles also.
1: Yeah, no one's perfect. Of course, we fight about the major things. Kids, money, jobs, schedules, but just for fun, we wanted to tell you about an argument we had recently. Mm -hmm. It was kind of a big argument, and it centered around a desk.
0: Yeah, probably the biggest argument of this past year. And after it was all over, we kind of laughed. But here's what happened. In the middle,
1: we weren't laughing. No,
0: uh, -uh. (laughs) so Shannon wanted a desk, and she goes shopping on Craigslist and finds one. Which I don't endorse. (laughs) Which. But, honestly, it takes a long time for Shannon to find that perfect piece of furniture. So this was kind of a long process, right?
1: And it was a DIY fun project. Yes.
0: So, anyway, she finally finds one that'll work. Come home after a long day at work, and she's like, we got to go pick up this desk. And I was like, okay, so where is it? You know, and she's like, I'm not sure. We're going to go find out. Okay, so we're driving out into the country, okay, into this not-so-good part of... Of town, we pull down, we kind of take the turn, okay, to go to this person's house. We have no idea who they are.
1: Yeah, it was getting pretty scary. Yeah, we
0: turn down this long stretch of dirt road. And I'm like, where are we going?
1: Abby's freaking out in the background. Yeah. in tears. Remember,
0: Abby's like our seventh grader. So She's, I'm
1: feeling pretty bad about the situation at this point.
0: Yeah, and I'm giving instructions, you know, on how to handle the situation, just in case this turns into like a Jeffrey Dahmer type moment, right? I don't want everybody captured.
1: Yeah, and this is the funny part. We pull up, and he's like, hey, Shannon, go inside. Those are the instructions. <laughs> Good luck. I could,
0: I could still see you, though. So she walks into the front door of this stranger's home, which is crazy. Crazy, right? I can still see her, but I can't see the desk. Okay, so she turns to her side. She sees the desk, and she's like, "Oh my gosh, I love it!" So she yells back to the truck, "Jimmy, come inside and come get it." So I walk into the house, and I turn the corner, expecting to find a desk. And when I see, when I see what's in front of me, I almost fall down because this is not a desk, y'all. This thing is like seven feet tall, 200 pounds. This is like a closet.
1: And we could do a podcast on not listening to your spouse, because I had (laughs) forewarned him that it was an armoire (laughs) that we were picking up, not a desk. No,
0: you told me it was a desk. No,
1: I said it's an armoire that I'm going to turn into a desk. Oh my gosh,
0: okay, so I feel like Clark Griswold in Christmas Vacation trying to take home a Christmas tree that won't fit in the house. I'm like, we're not getting this thing out of their house, much less in the back of my truck.
1: But we did. But he was not happy about it. I'm not
0: happy. I was so irritated, which, which made makes me
1: irritated. Shannon
0: very mad at me. <laughs> but we did it. We muscled it into the truck. We broke it apart, actually, into two pieces. We got it inside. And for the next month, Shannon had it in pieces all over the I don't house. I that
1: it was a month.
0: Yes, it was. It was a long and time. And it wasn't
1: all over the house. It was in the living room. Well,
0: it felt like it was everywhere. And it was
1: not even in an area where you <laughs> walk. <laughs> what?
0: I walk in the <laughs> den all the time.
1: Not behind the sofa, <laughs> which God, is gosh.
0: where it was. So finally, okay. So okay, it takes finally. this DIY project takes forever. I had to
1: paint it, sand it, paint it again. She. I had to build a desk on the inside for it. I mean, there were several steps. I mean, it, she basically yes, had, it had to create a desk. I should have probably measured the space it was going into before I did all this work. Lesson learned.
0: Okay. So finally, after putting it all back together, painted and complete, she puts it in the spot where she wants it. We all step back and we look at it and she says, I don't I, like it. I, I don't like it.
1: I didn't like it. It was too big. <laughs>
0: It's like, oh, my gosh, you've got to be kidding me. Are you serious? In
1: fact, it was too big to go anywhere else in our house, so I couldn't even use it
0: <sighs> So she turns to me, y'all, I have, I'm not kidding you, and she goes, let's just give it to Goodwill. I was like, oh, my gosh, you've got to be kidding me.
1: I mean, if we can't use it, we might as well donate it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, see how we're able to laugh about it now? I was just adding to the memories of our marriage. Never
0: but a dull moment.
1: All right. So really, whether it's small things or it's big things, even couples need to learn how to fight. And this is really important for a couple of reasons. One, you're called to show love, even in those moments that are difficult. And we're reminded of this in Ephesians five, where it states that a wife is to love her husband as though she is serving Christ himself. And a husband is to lay down his life and sacrifice himself and what he wants for his wife. I think it's a great reminder. It's a good reminder. reminder. I need to remember that. Yeah, we all do. So the key here is mutual submission, service, and loving each other. We're called to grow in our love for one another because our relationship is a reflection of Christ himself. Absolutely. But also, if you have children, you're setting an example for them. The security that they feel in the family now And also how they will view their relationships in the future and their marriage revolves around how we choose to treat each other.
0: Yeah. So almost after two decades of marriage, here's what we figured out about fighting. Uh, The first thing is divorce is not an option. Now, the the reason I say this is because uh, I've heard couples use this as a threat when they're fighting. As though it is an option, right? So you better watch it. Don't mess with me because we could always divorce. And we made this decision early on that we're in this for the long haul. That No matter what happens, no matter what we're fighting about, divorce is never brought up. And we believe this because we believe that the Bible is the best guidebook on how to live a great life that's dedicated to God, right? So scripture speaks against divorce, um, except in certain cases, and that's another podcast for another day. But we're committed to Christ and to each other.
1: Yeah, in Genesis two twenty four, it says that we are to cleave to one another, and that word cleave actually means like to be stuck, like glue, which I think is awesome. So you're committed; you are stuck like glue. Yeah,
0: I'm stuck like glue. I think there's a song there called "Stuck should. Like." Yeah, we should use that as a background. Yeah. Understanding that divorce is not an option helps for a few reasons. One, it means that we're going to get through uh, this, and we're going to get to a resolution sooner or later. Uh, it might not be today. But we're going to get through it because we have to. You know, we're going to be together forever. We can't stay mad always, right? And number two is for our problems, we've got to seek God's help. If God wants us to stay together as an example of his love, then he's going to have to give us the strength and the power to do it because, honestly, I'm difficult to live with. Shannon needs a lot of power and strength outside of herself to Aww, be able to you're deal not with so me. Difficult
1: to live with. It's
0: tough sometimes. Come on. <laughs> and number three, also when it comes to our kids, you know, we try not to have arguments in front of them. And I think they've probably only seen us upset with each other a few times. I mean, Well, upset. They've seen each other. They've seen us upset. Right. But I don't think they've really seen us fight with each other. And I know that I, I say that, but. I know that they have in the I'm past. Sure there's been moments. Yes. yes, I just can't think of any because we're usually really
1: we good about. We definitely try to limit that. Yes, yeah. absolutely.
0: But even in those moments that they've seen us upset with each other, I don't think ever have they thought that we'd break up. I don't think they've ever thought that. No. In fact, I remember Savannah was in 3rd grade about when she started noticing that families had been divorced and what that means. Um, I think it was her teacher asked a question about you know, parents being divorced, and if they have a parent that's divorced, and more than half of the students in her classroom raise their hands, and so she was in the car after that, and she said to us, you know, a lot of parents have been divorced, and she never asked if we would get divorced, but she could tell she was kind of thinking about whether it was possible, and Shannon looked back in the car, and she said, Savannah, that's not an option for us, and it was just kind of like end of discussion kind of moment. It was never really brought up again, and I think for her and Abby, I think that there's this great security and there's this great peace for children knowing that their parents are committed. So, and again, let me go back. If you are divorced and you're in another marriage, the good news is, is that there's always grace in Jesus, right? He makes all things new. So this current marriage is your chance to display the love of Jesus in a powerful way and to serve and to show your commitment to each other. So, claim it. Man, divorce is not an option.
1: So number two, um, pay attention to how your spouse ticks. And the reason we say this is because um, we are very different from each other. And I think that's true in most marriages. Um, That is demonstrated, I guess, like Jimmy says that I don't really like to have a plan.
0: Nope, free spirit.
1: I just like to take it as it comes. And he is one that um, Saturday morning, 7am, he's like, what's your plan for the day? And I'm still trying to sleep in. See,
0: I love it when a good plan comes together, just like the A team.
1: You are like your own little I- A team.
0: <laughs> yes, I am.
1: Another way, I'm a spender, which I will claim that. He's a saver, and thank goodness, or otherwise we would have no money. But um, we'd
0: have a lot of cool stuff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's right. See, seeing the positive uh-huh. in our differences. Um, and he also says that things like, I like to sleep in, which. You know, if you like to sleep in till 6.15 in the morning, then, yes, I do like to sleep in. And he says he's an early riser because he gets up at 6 a.m. So he can kind of <laughs> hold that over my head, that extra 15 minutes. <laughs> anyway, no, I'm just joking. But, um, yeah, those are just some of the ways that we're different. Um, but we've also learned that we're different um, in a lot of ways when it comes to arguments. Uh-huh. Uh, Jimmy likes to get the argument over quickly. When it happens, he is ready to discuss it, get it done, and move on.
0: Let's get through this.
1: I, on the other hand, like to internalize things. So I will just kind of hold on to that, let it simmer a little bit, you know, get it nice and (laughs) cooked up. (laughs) Then I'm ready to talk. Um, So I get a little anxious when he comes at at me in his 0 to 90 and sixty second.
0: Yeah, I, I feel like a 911 responder running into a burning building. Let's get
1: this taken care
0: of. Let's get out as soon as possible.
1: But and honestly, I really kind of need my space. So yeah. that kind of freaks me out a little bit.
0: And I appreciate that.
1: Yeah. And point number three, when in doubt, leave it out. We're going to talk about harmful words. In Proverbs fifteen one, it says, A gentle answer deflects anger, but harsh words make tempers flare. And that is so true. I think it's such an important lesson to learn that once you say it, you can't take it back. So you really have to be careful with how you speak to one another. I think there's a great example that I've heard um, that talks about uh, taking a tube of toothpaste. And that kind of is an example of our words. Like you can squeeze it all out as our words being spoken. But then you're not able to put the toothpaste back into the tube ever like it was. So kind of like once it's out there, It's it's out there. And so you really, truly have to be careful with how you speak to one another. I think that we're pretty good at this, Yeah. Um, whether it's fighting or not. yeah. You won't hear us really speak anything negative about each other, or at least we truly try not to. And, I mean, we do. We'll, we'll pick and play around a bit, um, but I think that's different because that's just part of our personality. That's kind of how we flirt with one another. Um, but, like, just the other day, I, I was worried that maybe I was teasing Jimmy too much because, you know, Sometimes my teasing can, I guess, be a little too much. <laughs> oh,
0: no, never. But, you know, honestly, too, when I'm with the guys, I don't say anything inappropriate or discouraging about Shan. You, you'll never hear that from me because, honestly, there's enough negativity in the world. We don't need to add to it. What we need to do is choose our words carefully and encourage each other.
1: Yeah, and one more point point to that um, I do think that when we are speaking kind and encouraging words about each other that changes our thoughts about that person so if you're Absolutely. speaking kind and encouraging then your thoughts about that person are kind and encouraging if you're speaking negative then your thoughts are negative so right. uh, but back to arguing when we argue we don't call each other names we don't get ugly about this part of our life that has nothing to do with what we're arguing about although that sometimes can be a struggle for me Because, again, like I said before, I do like to internalize things. And so, you know, something may have happened 10 years ago that I've just been holding on to for that special occasion. (laughs) Then I'm like, what just happened? Wait a minute, where would that come from? Where would that come from? But I will say, that is one of the things I have learned in marriage. Like, early on in our marriage, I was quick to do that. And now, anytime we're in an argument, I purposely will think, you don't get to bring that up because that has nothing to do with what we're talking about now.
0: Yeah, and I'm not going to remember it anyway.
1: Yeah, and then that just makes me even more angry. (laughs) So so there are two points in one. See, you can't lose here. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, all this to say, we are really careful about the words we choose. Um, We try to be encouraging. We try to lift each other up. Even when we're arguing, we don't want to say things that will cause... So much harm that we can't take them back.
0: Yeah, and we don't want to start a new argument. Yeah, so because of something stupid I said. Or
1: that I said and you don't remember.
0: (laughs) So when in doubt, just leave it out. And then point number four is make adjustments. You know, we heard a fantastic talk given by Annie Stanley a little while back that I just loved. And here's the gist of it. It's that when your spouse gets upset about something and they share their opinion with you and an argument ensues, you know... Once you understand that this, whatever it is, makes your spouse upset, stop doing it. It, it, It's just that simple, and yet it's not that simple, right? And the reason it's not that simple is because of pride. We don't necessarily want to admit that we're wrong, and we don't want to have to be the one to make the adjustment. However, going back to that verse in Ephesians, you know, we're called to serve each other. We're called to love each other just as Christ loves the church. So that means that... If I know that I'm doing something that makes us argue, even if I don't agree, and even if it doesn't make much sense to me because I love you, I'm going to stop doing it.
1: That is good to remember. It
0: is very good to remember. And and I think the big question about this is, are you willing to serve your spouse? You know, this is a good way to test your servant attitude. And one of the ways that this has worked out in our lives, let me give you a practical example, is evening meetings. Now, I grew up in a home where my dad was a pastor and he had a committee meeting and a Bible study and get togethers all the time in the evening. So I just kind of grew up with that lifestyle. When we started our marriage, this type of evening work was very stressful on us as a couple and it caused a lot of arguments. It was very stressful for me. Yeah, and I'm a little hard-headed, so it took me a little while, but sooner or later I realized that, you know, Shannon's right and that our family is important. So I decided to serve her the best way that I can and the girls by trying to schedule as many things during the day as possible so we both made adjustments I made the adjustment to try to have more lunchtime daytime meetings for the family
1: yeah and I made the adjustment and now when we do have to have something in the evening I know that it's a special case and I try to be more understanding of the situation So there's so much more to talk about when it comes to figuring out how to fight. And we're going to do more podcasts on this topic, but for now, this is a good start. Very good start. Let's recap. Number one, divorce is not an option. So don't go there. Don't use it as a scare tactic. Just don't even let it be a word in your house. Number two, care enough to pay attention to your spouse. Like we said before, learn how they tick and play to their strengths, not their weaknesses.
0: Yeah, and when in doubt about something you're going to say, just leave it out. Don't start a new fight with a careless slight.
1: Oh, that a was a phrase. good
0: one, yes. And then the last one is love them enough to make the adjustment. You know, if it bothers them that much, maybe just serve them and just cut it out. Now, we'd love to hear your feedback, your questions or comments, so check out our Facebook page. And make sure you subscribe and don't miss a single episode in Season 1 of Figuring R4. Taking a picture.
1: I don't want a picture. I'm not.
0: You're not in the picture. Okay.
1: Good. All right. See. Well, you're distracting me. Sorry. All right. So number two. <laughs> <laughs> okay. i will hold
0: it over your head. Oh
1: yeah. You're always like, you sleep in. You sleep all the time. Which, anyway. Okay. Do not. Uh. I take naps though. Yeah, you do. Um. always at the most convenient times uh-huh. so. <laughs> too. When I'm bringing groceries
0: in. Don't sleep when you're bringing groceries in.
1: (laughs) We joke all the time about how different we are. Very different. And, I mean, like we'll joke really... What was God thinking?